All right, today we are talking about a licensed real estate agent, realtor, versus someone who is unlicensed, um, like a cash investor. Most of them don't have licenses, they just own a business and they're looking to purchase your property. What's the difference? Should you use one over the other? Is one bad, was one good? Let me discuss that, so stay tuned. So, as you know, when someone is a real estate agent, they have taken a course, um, to be honest, it's not like huge qualifications, you just take like, a, I think it was 63 hours to get your real estate license. So I took a course of 63 hours and then from there, you have to pass the state exam. Um, they even give you a couple times that you can pass if you don't pass it on the first try for some people. Um, so it's kind of really simple to get your real estate license. There are like a few f like fees involved because um, if you want, once you're a real estate agent, you have to hold your license under a licensed broker. So you go join that brokerage and they have separate fees or whatever fees they might charge you. Um, an agent has to pay those like monthly fees or desk fees, um, but then also to join the MLS that we have access to that which you want you have to pay a fee for that to join a local board like um the greater tampa bay realtors has one and then there's one in pinellas county depending on your brokerage they kind of help you choose that one um whoever they're a part of so then they also have fees for that but usually i mean if i remember it's like under a thousand dollars honestly a thousand two thousand maybe to just get your license between all the testing and the fees involved. So it's really cost efficient to get your real estate license, which is why you see a lot of people <laughs> that have real estate license. If you tell me you don't know someone that is a real estate agent, I would say you don't know enough people then because there's a lot, okay? Does everyone practice real estate? No, some just do here and there. Some that are cash investors that have a real estate license, they just use it so that if they're purchasing a property, they can use get the commission themselves. Or for people that are maybe purchasing properties like once or twice, at least you're getting the commission on that purchase. So it's, again, because it's cost efficient and pretty easy to get your license, a lot of people have it. So what is the difference? Some cash investors, they don't see the need for a real estate license. So they just operate a business. There's good and bad to that because when you have a real estate license, you are held to a standard. You have to practice under the board of ethics and things like that. So they hold you to certain standards. Someone can file a complaint against you. There's different things that can happen. While if you're not licensed, you're not held to those same standards. It's your business. So technically, as long as you're not doing something illegal, you can kind of run it however you want. You can do whatever you want, really. Especially since if you're a real estate license, you, like, I'm an agent. I'm not a broker. So my license is held under a brokerage. So you are kind of representing that brokerage. So if you do something that doesn't represent that brokerage, you can get in trouble not only by the state and the ethics committee, but also by your own broker because you're not representing or putting their name out correctly. While a cash investor has their own business, they can represent it or put it out however they want to. It's their business, they're not held to the same standards. 
that's not good or bad or whatever it is. As long as someone's being ethical in any type of business, it doesn't really matter. But you get to the people who are kind of their own business and then they treat people poorly and that's kind of where you have to be careful for those people. And that's why a lot of sometimes people think there's scams with real estate investors and wholesaling and all that type of stuff is because there are bad apples in any business even real estate agents that are held to a high standard, they're still bad apples. Um, so you just have to be careful and weed through those. So when you're selling real estate or representing someone, you cannot make money from a sale unless you're licensed. So let's say my wife has a friend. She tells me that her friend wants to sell her house. She can't get a referral fee for that because she's not licensed. And just a hey thank you i'll take you to dinner because you're my wife but you can't pay her like a referral fee well me i'm a real estate agent i have a friend who wants to sell in chicago i can refer them to another real estate agent and they can pay me a referral fee because i'm going to help them find a great agent so i get a little fee in the middle from that because i am licensed so you cannot pay an unlicensed person to help you sell buy or anything they're unrepresented you can't you just there's no there's different ways people try to get around it but it's you can get in real trouble for trying to pay someone to refer you or help you sell real estate unless you're licensed so that's like the main difference with someone so when it comes to you have a property uh you're thinking about selling it and in this case we're going to talk about your need to sell quickly so whether you're going through maybe let's say a divorce, you got the home from probate, maybe your parents died and you were, you know, trusted the house. There's different things like that. Maybe you just, this is your investment property. It's been absent, you've what you've rented it out for a while and now you've got, you're kind of done with the whole landlord thing and you just want to cash out because you think you have enough out of there. So you just want to get enough or you need the cash, you have one investment property, it's been a pain in the butt, and then you now, something happened and you have medical bills and you need to pay those. Whatever your reason is for wanting a cash offer now and quickly, that's where this whole investment thing and what the industry you're gonna hear the term wholesaling is. And it's not bad, it's not good bad or anything it is what it is but i just want people to be careful about it because you have someone who's a licensed agent i can connect you to a bunch of cash investors and the fee can be worked out in the form of a commission because i'm technically an agent they can pay me to help them buy or sell or work it out that i'm helping you sell your property so either way there's a way that it can work out and it's legal for them to pay me you have to be careful about people that have that are operating somewhere in the middle of this. So they're called wholesalers. So what happens is I have a property I need to sell. Joe from down the street says, you know what? I want to buy your property. They give you a contract. And it says as assigns, there's a little part in the contract that says you can assign or you can't assign. And they chose that they can't assign it. So what does that mean is that good or bad it is what it is again so 
just have a conversation and understand their plans. Are they planning to purchase this property themselves? Most of the time, no. They're going to find a partner and they're going to sell them that contract and they're gonna make a small portion in the middle, which is okay as long as you understand what is going on. You have to be upfront and honest with everyone. So you have to tell them, look, I know all of these cash investors. I network with so many different people that let me get this home under contract so someone down the street can't say that they're gonna come and get this home under contract. I'm gonna get this home under contract and I'm gonna go get you a buyer and I'm gonna make a portion in the middle. A lot of times you don't know what that portion is. You can ask, they might tell you, I'm not sure. Um, so that's something as a seller you have to think about. But if for some reason they can't find the right person, usually that means your property is too much or they're marketing the property for too much because they're the middle part they're making they want too much. So they, what, what is gonna happen from there? And that's where you kind of need to know what's gonna happen. So if I get this home under contract, you have an inspection period. Let's say they say it's 10 to 15 days. That means during that time period, they're going out to go find themselves a buyer that's gonna pay them for this contract so that they can end up, that end buyer is gonna buy your home. But during those 10 to 15 days, no one bites. All the people that they are networked with doesn't want this property for that price. What happens then? And that's what you need to ask. If that doesn't happen and you can't find someone to partner with you, are you going to buy this property? Or are you just wasted my 10 to 15 days that I could have been out, already sold the property? That's what you need to figure out. Because if you're in a true hurry, it really hurts people that when someone that's a wholesaler comes in and gets your property under contract and they have no intention of actually closing on that property. They just want to find that end buyer, which is okay if the price, if the property is priced correctly, someone's going to buy it. There are a bunch of cash investors in the area. But if for some reason it doesn't, or you can't get what you need, you need to have a conversation, but those days are lost. Time is money. So what happens? And that's what you need to discuss. So it's not bad to have someone in the middle that's on license because that's their business and they're getting paid however they're getting paid to make it legal so they're not technically helping sell real estate they're just selling a contract but they are connecting people because they're bringing a cash buyer to your home that is okay but you just have to have the conversation of i don't want my 10 to 15 days wasted i need unless you can unless you have the time then you don't really I guess you don't have to have that conversation, but most people that want the cash and they need to cash out quickly, they have plans and they can't waste those 10 to 15 days. Cause now 15 days back, then you're gonna go find someone else who's gonna come back onto the property. So there are a lot of different ways to go about that. So you just have to be careful um, about that person in the middle. Again. It's not good or bad, it is what it is. I just think that you should be aware of it and you should have those conversations. I personally think you should hire a real estate agent. Again, the fees can all be worked out so that it still makes sense. Again, like how that person in the middle was making fees, you can do that as well because a lot of real estate agents, not all, are also networked with a lot of real estate investors or they can find you an investor. So 
find someone to represent you and then they go and get all the cash offers as many as they can and then from there they'll make offers on your property and then we can kind of gauge what is the correct price for the condition of your property as a real estate agent I can walk through and kind of give you a basic of how kind of someone's going to do their numbers and what kind of price point you can be looking at or what you're kind of looking at to actually net into your pocket and from there you can decide okay let's give it let's say 10 days and let's see how many offers come through and what their prices are and if it makes sense i'll go with one of them or if it doesn't or if you have a little bit of time then we'll list it and see if we can get a little bit more money for you so as long as you have a real estate professional you have those different options and again remember some cash investors that may be contacting you ask them are you a licensed brokerage or do you have the option to also list my property if this doesn't work out some do so those might be a better option for you than someone who is completely unlicensed or not a brokerage. But again, remember that middleman and remember what is it that they're going to do if they can't find an end buyer because that is your time. And so they're good to work with because again, they network with a lot of different cash investors and they're putting a lot of marketing dollars to actually find your property that needs to be sold. So they have the resources, most of them, but because everything in real estate, you can make pretty good money. A lot of people just come in because they think they're gonna make all this money. So there's a lot of gurus and seminars that teach all of this. So people just in, 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 and they're just ready to try to get anyone. So they'll find your property and then they think, oh, I got this under contract, now it's gonna be easy to sell. But sometimes it isn't. So they're not, they're one part of the business, but they're not, they're not licensed. They don't have access to the MLS. They're not looking at the property and the hot sheets daily. They don't know what's going on. They're just finding that property. They know that they have to find an buyer. How can they do that? That's all they're thinking. How can I do that? So just remember that I always feel like you should talk to a professional first. It gets free to talk to someone. And if they're not willing to help you out because you're not going to sign a listing agreement, just call me because I would love to help you navigate through that. Again, it doesn't always have to mean I'm going to make money off of this deal. Let's see what's going on in your life. How can I help you? And let's go from there. Because I can help you just like a lot of other people can. Just make sure whoever you're talking to is upfront and honest with you and is telling you the whole truth about what is going on and then you should be good to go. I know it's sometimes hard to trust people, especially when they're trying to make money off of you, but there are so many people in this industry, don't settle. If someone, you feel someone's not being honest with you or treating you with respect, or you just don't get along with them, don't use them. It's okay, that is okay, because for them too, they can move on and go find someone else that they're compatible with and that they're working with. So just make sure never settle in this business move on to the next one if the one person's not helping you so that's all i can say about that um and i think i kind of covered everything but if you do have questions or maybe you saw a different postcard you're getting in the mail open door and offer pad are also type of those cash buyers but you have to be careful about their fees um i have another video you should watch about that so if you need help call me and we'll help you go through everything. If you have any questions about what wholesaling is, or you heard the term, or you saw the We Buy Houses signs, you see them everywhere, the bandit signs kind of in the streets, you'll see ads for them. What does that mean? If you have a house, 
that's what's relevant. Do you have something you want to sell for cash? Meaning, usually it's not fair market value. So that's something you also have to think about when you're contacting these people. If you want fair market value, there's no point in even wasting your time with that. So contact a professional, what is fair market value? And let's see, we go from there, minus repairs and all that type of stuff. You have to think about all of that. Because as a cash investor, they're not making you do any of that. They're gonna take it as is, minus usually all the liens and stuff, you have to count all that stuff in, but they're gonna take it as is, so you don't have to do any of the repairs. Is it worth it? Sometimes it is. Sometimes it's worth it to just get out of the home and let someone else worry about it and take a little bit less than you would by sitting on the market. It's perfectly, it does make sense for some people. So contact me, 813-304-5308. Be kind, do good. What's up, Tampa?